When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to Florida Foodie. I'm your host, Lisa Bell. Today's guest is a New York native who is now living in Lake County, and she is running a family-run farm, raising chickens and selling eggs from pasture-raised chickens. We are so happy to be joined today by Musette Gonzalez from Le Coupe. Am I saying that correctly? Yes, perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us Thank today. Thank you for having us. You brought some of your beautiful eggs. I did. Uh, many people have never seen eggs like this before. We're used to the traditional white or brown eggs, but yours are very colorful. Yes. So um, my eggs, I call them boutique eggs. Okay. Like uh, people love to eat with their eyes, so I want them when they open the carton to be surprised at what they see when they open the carton. They are so gorgeous. So you're from New York originally, but then you came to Florida and you've been running this this egg farm for many years now. How did you get started doing something like that? Uh, we started with four chickens. Um, my mother used to work for departments of corrections here and they had purchased some chicks for Easter for the families. Um, then the chickens could not stay on uh, DOC's property, so we brought them over. Okay. So we started with four buff Orpingtons, which are just golden chickens. They do lay brown eggs, um, and then it kind of blew up from there. Did you know anything about chickens prior to that? No, I'm self-taught. I wrote, I read, or yeah, I read a book from Lisa Steele. Um, her grandmother showed her how to uh, raise chickens naturally, so that's kind of my Bible. Okay, and prior to that, did you know that there that you could have a green egg? I did. My okay. aunt used to have some chickens that had a multicolored egg, so my mom was like, you need to get more chickens. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like that. Um, so you've always kind of had been this fascination with chickens. Yeah, I think so. I think any animal, but with fowl or bird, yeah, I have. Like, I want to get every color possibly okay. that I can get in the carton. I don't want to give two of the same color. I want to make sure everybody has a little bit of everything. Which, that is so amazing. So every type of chicken will lay a different color egg. Is that correct? That's correct. It's okay. almost like a breed. So, like, if I explain it, like, dogs, dogs are different breeds, um, some dogs, their breeds are to protect. Some dogs are to be lap dogs. So chickens, same, their breed, but the breed comes with a different color egg. That is amazing. So as a result, one chicken that lays, say, this egg will never lay a green egg. Correct. <laughs> okay. Do they taste the same? They taste exactly the same. Okay. Yeah. So what makes them come out differently? What is it about the chicken? I mean, that's so weird. You would think that if they're eating, right? Like yeah. if they're eating the same, the same stuff, stuff. That the, the eggs will call them out all white or yes. brown. Yes. Um, you know what? I never looked into that. 
Um, it has to be a pigment release in the chicken okay. itself. Or some chickens originated from a different country. So uh -huh. like the brown ones, the darker brown ones, they're French uh, copper morans. So those uh, will range into four different shades, mm -hmm. uh, starting from a five to like a nine. A nine being like the darkest brown egg okay. you could ever have. But they taste the same. Is the nutritional value the same? Yes, it is. Wow, yeah. that is fascinating. Um, and when people see these eggs for the first time, what is typically their reaction? They think they're gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you started out with a small number of chickens from the state prison. Yes. And then how did it grow from there? It just grew. Um, I decided that we should start a company with what we had. And what we had was land. Uh -huh. So why not just do chickens? Everybody eats eggs. Yeah. Um, and I thought it would be something that would be sustainable. Yeah. yeah. So these, the, chi the four original chickens that you had, mm -hmm. Who gave them? You said they were they were for the families. Yeah, I guess uh, while they were doing um, visits. Okay. And it was during Easter time because okay. they did a lot of different kind of um, get get-togethers because mm -hmm. uh, this was, uh, I believe, a program that the prisoners were already working. So it was a work release mm -hmm. program. So they mm -hmm. were about to be released back to their family. So they wanted to build that bond with the families again. Okay. Yeah. And so they introduced the chickens. Yeah. And then the chickens had nowhere to go. Yeah, the chickens couldn't stay. <laughs> <laughs> so then did you offer to give the prison any eggs from the chickens? Or was that was They never asked. They never asked. No. Okay. Plus four cannot feed a prison. No. You're going to get only four eggs per, per day with four chickens. Okay. Yeah. Well, you seem to be producing a lot of eggs. So how many chickens do you have now? We have around 500 at the moment. Wow. Uh, we still have 200 that are not producing yet. They should be producing in the next month and a half. And so when exactly did you start out with the four? What year was that? Oh, wow. So it is what we're in 22 let's say eight years so okay. you went from four to 500 possibly 700 correct how do you manage 700 chickens on a day like what is that like what is the your life like every day it's not that bad okay I mean, it's a lot of hard labor yes especially feeding yes um, which may be the hardest part so um the way i kind of work it when i put the food down the chickens are still locked in their pens so you don't have chickens tripping you because you could you could die there if a chicken <laughs> trips you the wrong way you'll be you'll be a goner. Uh -huh. So and then once all the food is out for the whole flock, I'll automatically start opening the doors and it, they just come out on their own. Okay. So it's an easier way to to do it because they do have to get locked up during the evenings. Okay. Yeah. So you mentioned this. So. What does your farm look like? I mean, are, are they're all living in pens? It's more like houses. Okay. Or did you build them all? My mom did. Yes, wow. she has. So the last coop, we're on our sixth coop. Uh -huh. The last one was purchased, though, because yeah. um, our we call it Moran House. Um, it was took a while for us to build, and that was one of the last biggest coops that we've done. And how big is that? So that. Whew, that coops holds uh, almost 200 chickens on its own. Whoa. Yeah. 
And you mentioned earlier you have some land. So how big of a piece of property are we talking about? We're on five acres. Okay, yeah. Because for the average person like myself who's actually thought about having like a backyard chicken, you actually need a decent amount of space. You do. Yeah, and the coop needs to be relatively large. Relatively large. Yeah. They're not going to hang out in the coop all day. Um, They will come out. They will come out to forage and eat and hang out, sunbathe, dust bathe. And that's good for them. They that's need that. That's all natural yes. things chickens do. Um, but like for someone like you, if you're going to get like two chickens, I think a, your backyard would be probably fine enough. You okay. just have to protect them when they go to sleep. And that is the challenge because yeah. there are a lot of predators around yes, there. So how do you do that? You, you go in the morning, you feed them, then you let them out. Mm-hmm. How do you protect that many chickens? So at the moment, we have some wires Mm -hmm. running from our coops to our fencing. Uh And we have some balloons hanging off of them. And that's to deter any hawks or eagles. Um, The moving balloons simulate crows. So they don't get along. So we're just trying to keep them away from them as much as possible. And then when we let them free forage, we stay outside with them. Wow. Yeah. And have you seen any predators come onto your property while they're out there free foraging? No, not really. Okay. It's when you're inside the house and you think everything is okay and yeah. you see these big wings above your house and, you know, you got to run out. Is it primarily from other birds or what about, like, I hear raccoons and other, like, coyotes even? are a, Well, we haven't had there. much coyotes in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, at least we haven't heard them pass, like, mm-hmm. the the land next to us. Um no gators coming up on no, your property. No gators. Yeah. We're far away from some water. There's no water close enough. Yeah. Uh, raccoons, they will. Um, I've had issues with my quails, actually, and uh, predators. I've lost two recently, um, but we, we kind of rewired that. Mm-hmm. So that should take care of that issue. Yeah. Um, and then you also need like a livestock dog, which I'm in the process of getting soon. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it started out with your four chickens. You got a few eggs, and then you're like, "Hmm, there's something we could do with yeah. this." Let's. I waited a whole year to get into the farmers market. Okay. So I always had eggs, and I had a tremendous amount of eggs just sitting in the refrigerator, and I could never give eggs away to everybody. And right. then you had more eggs than you knew what to do with. Yeah. So which farmers market did you start out at? So I started at Winter Gardens Farmers okay. Market uh, with the pharmacy, which uh-huh. is my vendor. Um, I started with them, and I've been with them at least five years now, I believe. And so for people who aren't familiar with the pharmacy, tell us about that. They've actually been on Florida Food yeah. before. So the, yeah, the pharmacy, um, they, they're vendors for local uh, farmers like myself, vegetables, uh, beef, or any kind, anything you think of that's grown locally here in Florida, the pharmacy could probably get it it's for you. It's F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. Correct. Yes. And they are at quite a few farmer's markets. Yes. Yeah. So you got in with them. It took a year. Yeah. And when you first uh, popped up at the Winter Garden Farmer's Market, what was that like? I mean, it was great. I yeah. mean, I don't have to be around, which is kind of makes it easier for right. me. Um but I love when I used to go in the mornings and, you know, stock up the refrigerators. The people will just grab the eggs and say, oh, we love oh, your yeah. eggs. My kids love your eggs. Like, they love the colors. So that meant, like, the world to me because mm-hmm. 
they they got them eating eggs again just mm -hmm. because of the color of the eggs. Mm -hmm. Now, are your eggs organic? No, they're not. Okay, so tell us like how you feed your chickens and the difference in all of that. Okay, so I feed my chickens feed from a local mill mm -hmm. called Knights up in Bushnell, mm -hmm. um, which they process their own feed. And then my chickens get sprouted beans, they get grass, bugs, anything that's on the land that when they forage themselves. Yeah. So it's mostly the feed and then whatever foraging they do. And that does make a huge difference in the taste. Yes. So the color might not, right. but what the chickens eat Correct. has a huge impact. Yes, it does. Isn't, I mean, were you surprised by that? I, when I first had kind of a backyard chicken egg versus one that I got at a supermarket. You can it was tell the difference. Night and day, yeah. yeah. Even when you crack it open, it looks totally different. And the, probably the shell is probably a bit harder than uh, a regular store chicken. Uh, These egg. shells are yeah. harder. The other interesting thing, um, you know, some people say, oh, those chickens are sitting out on the table. They better be put in the refrigerator. No, we're the only country that does that. <laughs> so tell us about that. So at Le Coupe, we do not wash our eggs. So they're kept with its natural bloom on, which is a protectant that uh, the chicken like seals the porous shell with. Um, so there's no reason to refrigerate them. They could stay outside for three weeks mm -hmm. um, and your, your eggs will be perfectly fine. It's better to have a room temperature egg mm -hmm. than a refrigerated egg anyway. Uh, I, I think so. So many people worldwide yeah. have had sticker shock lately over the price of eggs. Yes. Specifically because of the avian flu we hear, which has decimated some chicken populations mm -hmm. um, and caused the price of eggs to go up. Has that had any effect on you or your business? No, I haven't changed my prices since I started. Um, I, I didn't get into selling eggs to make a huge profit. I knew a profit could be done or been you, I could get make a profit off mm -hmm. of it, but I still wanted to be a feasible price for anybody. Yeah. My dream was to have a food truck and go around to underprivileged neighborhoods and sell eggs there. Um, maybe I'll get there one day, but yeah. right now we're we're a bit everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. there's a demand. There is a huge demand yes. for these types of eggs specifically. So explain exactly what is the avian flu and how that how you have been able to avoid. Um, so the reason you know we've been able to avoid it, uh, my farm is totally private. I don't allow any outside visitors. I don't like. I don't allow any picking up at the farm. Um, boots are cleaned. Uh, you just have to keep everything pristine, clean. Mm -hmm. um, you can't. I can't go with my sneakers I have now and walk around in the coop because you don't want to take those germs. Uh, chickens have very um, delicate lungs, and that's where the avian flu kind of attacks there. So even just walking in the soil in downtown Orlando can yeah. potentially contaminate your flock. Yeah. And just it's going that widespread. Yeah. And have you, are you familiar with other people who've raised chickens who've had avian flu affect them? I haven't heard of anybody that I know that has had avian flu, at least here in Florida. Um, I was reading an article, as a result of the avian flu and, and the prices going sky high, many people are now buying more boutique eggs because the prices are more similar now right. between, you know, your, you no longer can get a dozen eggs for 99 cents anymore. Right. So, yeah. 
How much do you sell your eggs for? So the price at the farmer's market, um, they go around six fifty a dozen. Mm-hmm. Um, when I do private uh, deliveries, uh, depending on the location, just because of uh, delivery, they go from six to seven dollars. Okay. And how many dozens of eggs are you producing and selling on a weekly basis? So last week we sold 99 dozens. Wow. Yeah. Did you ever think you would be doing something like that? No. (laughs) But now I just want to do more and more and more. But it's nice that you don't have to worry about cold storage, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I I pack them in a flat and then we kind of wait until we know who's ordering for the week and then go out and do deliveries. And as long as they are not washed, they are good for a month. Correct. Yeah. And you let your customers know that. That's the first thing. They'll see feathers. Sometimes they won't be the cleanest. I try to like dry cloth any um, spots that I think people would not like. But I notice they do take pictures and they'll be like, this is the real thing. You know, you're just getting an egg that was laid and picked for you and put in a carton, which is that's kind of what we do. Um, and so you've also been working with the Four Roots Foundation, which is um, operated by John Rivers, um, the you know Four Rivers Barbecue Restaurant, very yes. famous. What exactly are you doing with them, and how is that? So right now they're um, at the Packing District mm-hmm. Farmers Market, uh, so they do carry the eggs there, and then. We're in the program Feed the Need, Mm -hmm. which is any discarded vegetables, they will hand back to me and I could feed my flock with it. And how great is that? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real win-win avoiding all of that waste for the landfill. And your chickens must love that. Yes. Um, What are your plans for the future? You mentioned possibly getting a truck. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So right now uh, we have two restaurants on our waiting list. So we're just waiting to, I think I might go more restaurant based. Okay. Um, that would be a huge, I mean, certainly like a, a breakfast spot. Yes. I can't I've imagine had, how many dozens of eggs they go through I've in a had day. A, I've had inquiries from a breakfast spot that I would love to be in. I'll keep their name private for right now. <laughs> um, but they need a lot of eggs. Uh-huh. I would need a lot more chickens to fulfill that. But I'm willing to do it. And it's so amazing because you're doing this with your mom. Yes. And you have any other help? Um, we'll get help sometimes on the weekend, like from my best friends and stuff like that. But it's usually, it's me and mom all the way. And do you have an outside job or is it this 24-7? So this is 24-7. I've been doing it for a year, 24-7 now. And what were you doing prior to this? Um, I was actually a medical office manager. Okay. Yeah. So how has that transition been for you going from that? It's great. It's you- so quiet. <laughs> And does your mom live on the farm with my, you? My okay. mom does live on the farm. She's there 24 hours. She's no longer working for the Department of Corrections. No, she's retired, I believe. It's eight years now herself. Okay. Well, that is fantastic. And I understand you also. have. Do you go around to schools and stuff and talk to them? I haven't yeah. yet. I've been uh, asked to go over to Edgewater. Uh-huh. Um, we've had started the talking process, and I hope that this year I could actually go and you know, teach something or help out because they do have their own chickens over there. Are you surprised by how little most people know about eggs and chickens and where eggs come from and how they're produced? Yeah, I think so because when someone asks me a question, I'll just go off on a, and they'll be like, 
oh, we didn't even know that. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, it's just little things that you pick up here and there. So Julie Broughton, who's uh, an anchor here at News 6, her daughter recently acquired some chickens, and she has what she calls Easter eggers. Yes, that would be um, the blue or the green, um, so she'll get colored eggs. Okay. Yeah. And are there any other colors that are not represented here? Um, no, I think that might be... You cover them all. Yes, all yeah. of it. How many different varieties of chickens do you have? I should have nine different varieties of okay. chickens. And how many are there? Do you know? I'm going to say 500 plus. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so when you expand to fulfill all of these restaurant needs, are you going to stick with what you have or do you think you'd branch out? Um, so I think I would go one one kind of breed for mm -hmm. a restaurant because the size uh, will stay consistent. Right. So like these are a little bit different size. They're not graded, meaning large, extra large jumbos, mm -hmm. but you'll get a little bit of everything. How does that work with the state, for example, to go from just raising chickens in your backyard to actually being able to sell them to people? Oh, well, I'm a backyard farmer. So... The way it, I kind of the way it works is I'm not trying to sell in a store mm -hmm. or to that nature. Mm -hmm. So I'm they're pasture raised eggs. I'm I'm not trying to be this big conglomerate uh, poultry egg right. producer. Yeah. I'm just trying to stay very minimal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you brought um, a variety of things. Why are what, what is, what's the difference between these and, and those? Okay, so these are our regular chicken eggs. Uh -huh. These are actually duck eggs. Oh, yeah. wow. You also have ducks. We do. We have around 20 ducks on the farm right now. Now, what is the difference between these and these besides where they came from? Okay, so uh, the duck egg is much richer okay. and fattier. It does contain a bit of alkaline in the egg itself, which it's not with the chicken. Um, so that's like the main difference. And plus that came from a duck and these are mm -hmm. came from chickens. Okay. And then what do we have going on over here? We have our newest invent, our newest, which would be quail eggs. Ooh, they're so cute. Yes. <laughs> Little baby eggs. Yes. Those are beautiful. Now, these look Easter eggy. Right. So are there different varieties of quail or no? They're all they, the same. There are a bit different variety of quail. Okay. Um, any quail egg is going to come out spotted. Okay. Um, there is a celadon quail, which is a Coturnix quail, which will give you like that bluish kind of mm -hmm. spotted egg. Okay. So we definitely had to have the blue. And... What do you do with a quail egg? So the quail egg, uh, you pickle it. You could make an omelet. You'll need to use all 15 for an omelet, but it would be the best omelet you had. Really? Quail eggs are very delicious. And describe, if you can, the difference in taste between a regular chicken egg and a quail egg. I think egg. a quail egg is much creamier. Oh, wow. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Then yeah. Um, they, have, they eat a higher protein level than a chicken. A chicken could eat from a 16 to 21% protein mm -hmm. and a quail eats up to 30% protein. Okay. So, and what do these retail for? Uh, the quail eggs are a bit more expensive because they do get all organic food. So mm -hmm. they go for like $9 for the 15 count. Mm -hmm. And then for the duck eggs, I sell only a uh, half a dozen. 
just because no one ever uses a full dozen of duck eggs. Yeah. And that's usually $7. And these are very seasonal. So oh. once they've gone through their laying season, they'll take a huge break. So they don't lay an egg a day like a chicken does? Well, not all chickens lay egg a day. Either. How often do they lay So, uh, like, Easter eggers uh, will lay 260 eggs per year. Okay. Um, a leghorn, which is a, the white egg, almost 310. Um, and then you, you'll have different variations of that. What about a brown egg? A brown egg, only 280. Wow. Yes. Okay. Is there a reason? So that must be, I mean, because you see a lot of white eggs in the store. So I'm right. assuming it's because those chickens produce more eggs. They do produce. Yeah. Great, they're, they're a great layer. That's what we'll say. They're, yeah. they're a great laying chicken. Um, and they don't go broady, meaning they don't sit on eggs to hatch them. Okay. So they're they're not prone to go broady at all. Now, do you have to keep your quails separated from your ducks, separated from your chickens? So the quails do need to be separated because uh, they don't free range. If you would open the quail pin, they will be gone. They'll just fly away. Yeah, that's it. They're scatterbrains. They get scared really quickly and... You op- we've had it happen twice. We opened the door and she just flew out and we yeah. couldn't catch her. It's so like it was- a helium balloon. It yeah. almost like, yeah, yep. and gone. <laughs> um, but the, du- the ducks and the chickens do cohabitate actually together. Okay. Yes. They don't fight or anything They like do. That? There'll okay. be a little bit of pushing here. Territorial. Or, or yeah. you know, here and there. But they, they cohabitate well. I actually have my oldest duck. Excuse me. Um, she is a great mama. So we give her like any kind of babies. Mm-hmm. She'll know like to let them under her wing and you know. That is sweet. Yeah. So um, do you breed any of the birds? Um, not yet. Okay. That so, that will be coming. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're growing. Just yeah. just to grow with in in-house more than uh, to sell outside. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you buy that many chickens so i usually buy my chickens from uh myers hatchery uh so they come i believe from wisconsin so they'll come okay they come shipped in the mail and i imagine you have a, a pretty big online social media presence and i do yeah. on instagram i'm trying to grow my tiktok right now but that's a whole nother that's a full-time job in it and is. of itself it is I've been cheating. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people find you uh, online and how can they order some of these eggs and, and how can they get them? Okay, so you can find us on Instagram under La Coop. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, TikTok is La Coop. Um, and then Farmer's Markets, it's Saturday, every Saturday at the Winter Gardens Farmer's Market, the Packing District Farmer's Market. Um, and if you're eating out, uh, Kappa uh, Steakhouse at the Four Seasons. They have an egg dish. Um, so Seki uses our eggs, and uh, one of uh, a cottage baker, Nomad Bakehouse, uses our eggs at the moment. And Red Light, Red Light, a beer. They pickle the quail eggs and chicken eggs. How cool is that? Yeah. So you could you could taste them without buying them, kind of. <laughs> and do you otherwise ship them if people wanted them sent to them, or no? No, no, no. no. And, or deliver. Where do you deliver? I deliver kind of everywhere. So okay. um, I do usually my downtown deliveries on Wednesdays mm-hmm. and Fridays. Mm-hmm. And then anybody local I could do. And you actually do the delivery yourself. It's all me. 
Yeah. And your mom. And my, my how, mom doesn't deliver. How do you have time to do all this? I mean, there's 24 hours in the day. It just When <laughs> you don't sleep much. Are they noisy? Um, they can be, especially when they're laying. Mm -hmm. They cackle a lot. They, they sing a lot um, when they're laying. Mm -hmm. um, roosters are the noisiest mm -hmm. of them. Um, but you get used to the, the noise, mm -hmm. and when you don't hear it, then you know something's, something's up. wrong. Yeah. It's like having little kids around. Yeah, it's too quiet. You got to go check out what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what sort of trouble do they get into? Exactly. <laughs> they're always where they're not supposed to be. Have you named them all? Um, in the beginning, I did. Mm -hmm. I, I will say they all had like queen, empress, <laughs> very regal names. And now they're ladies, mama, come uh -huh. on, nena, or, you know, something sweet. They have nicknames, but the roosters have their names. And then you have certain hens that stand out that, yeah. that they'll have a name. Yeah, and they all have their own little personality. All of them do. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank you for having um, us. Yes, these are so beautiful. Uh, you know, I know that when people see these, they just want to immediately try them. Yeah. So it's so, so fun. Yes. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guest, Musette Gonzalez. You can find her business on Instagram. Just search for Le Coupe. Coupe spelled K-O-O-P-E. Be sure to follow Lisa Bell online. Search Lisa Bell News on Facebook and Instagram or Lisa Bell News 6 on Twitter. You can also find Candace Campos on social media. She's on Twitter. Just search at Candace News 6. And on Facebook, search Candace Campos News 6. Also, a big thank you to our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Haley, our post-production audio engineer, Chris Flora, and our director, Bob Myers. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Please take the time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you stream podcasts. And you can find videos of all of our podcasts on ClickOrlando.com and on YouTube. Just search for Florida Foodie.